Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Tuesday to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. And more important than Tuesday is it's, I should say, Happy Press Conference Tuesday. As we've got uh, plenty to go through for Mickey Joseph's press conference. And man, some of the stuff, I, I, I tell you, it's some we kind of... And at, at this time, we get, uh, you know, you just say some little story and, and go over, give it 10 minutes and move on. This stuff is gold in the middle of those summers. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to, to kind of break down. Uh, potentially, uh, guys walking, not walking could be the future. We get mm-hmm. little tidbits of uh, maybe Mickey's the next head coach. He kind of spoke on. Should we not. read into it? We should read into it. Mm-hmm. We got Will Compton out there uh, uh, looking like Will Schefter as he's. Uh, Will Shefty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tweeting out, out some stuff get about out Matt Rule being in things. Nebraska. Matt Rule's really the hot name of, of late. He's the name of the week again. Mm-hmm. We've had names of the week, and he's, he's the, been that guy before. He's the flavor already. of the week. Yeah, but he's already been the flavor of the week. If you're flavor of the week twice, does that mean there's something to that flavor? Uh, it just means that you're a really popular flavor. Yeah. doesn't mean that you're you know eventually going to end up being the flavor of forever or the yeah. flavor of the year. Nothing's forever. <laughs> yeah, the flavor of, I don't know, probably three years. Seems like, yeah. Seems like a constant. Three to five years. <laughs> three to four. Until we get back into the same routine. Pretty constant with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look who's back. Hey, Nick went to the hey, press Nicholas. conference. Hey, Nicholas. Yeah, he did. On there. Uh, all right, I'm going to load go? a little few he can't more hear stuff us. up. Yeah. He's eating. He's oh, he's got lasagna. Oh, it's lasagna day. Patented at uh, Valentino's. That looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> See when you pull them up. Get it. We got live oh, press oh, yeah. conference L- reaction. Lasagna here. and and cherry crisp or, or you know, the cherry cherry mashed pizza. They oh. they don't have that. How was uh, how was it? How was the fe- how was the feeling okay, before so- Mickey? Hold on, hold on. How was the feeling before Mickey got up to speak, and then and then while he was talking? The, the feeling didn't change. I, I will say, I, and I just told Mark when I walked in, we're entering this awkward stage right now, where they're starting to ask Mickey about the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, those questions came up, obviously, back in September. Yeah. You know, the, the first initial when he first week. The first, time, the, the first time we talked to Mickey, it was, you know, what do you want to prove? How do you think you can best prove it? All that. Well, now you have a couple games underneath your belt and a sub-500 record. I mean, that's just the truth of, of the matter. And something that really stuck out to me, I don't know, I don't know I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know if you guys were talking about it or not, something that really stuck out to me was when Mickey Joseph was asked about it, he said something along the lines of, hold on, I have to find the exact quote, whoever takes this job, they better be ready to work. I'm coming in every day to get the job done, I'm having fun, I'm, having fun. I'm good, don't worry about Mickey, I'm prepared for whatever. But that first part where he was, because he was asked about the whole, you know, recruiting talent, and figuring out, he was talking about Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. which, hey man, mm. after last, after after you know Jetta's game last weekend, talk about him if you coached him, which which Mickey did. Um, but he was talking about how he's like, you know, listen, if I would have listened to all the critics about Justin Jefferson when I was recruiting to him, recruiting him, he goes, 
I wouldn't have recruited him. Never would have got because him. he was a twenty one hundred level player, like ranked twenty for twenty one hundred in the country. He was like a three two star. Yeah, he, he, he goes. He was. He, so Mickey today said he was unranked. I, I don't know. Either way, he was very low low ranked, mm-hmm. right? Rated lowly. Um, and he goes, listen, if if I would have listened to everybody saying, oh, why is Mickey, you know, even looking at this guy when he all he has is FCS offers. He goes, I would have never coached Justin Jefferson. And so um, he goes, it's all about evaluation, which is something I actually want to talk about today because that's what's been missing in the program. Because if you look at recruiting classes, they've been highly rated. Mm-hmm. However, just because, and everybody knows this, especially after watching Nebraska football the last however many years, just because you're highly rated doesn't mean you're ready to play. And so there's there's that evaluation thing that I think has been extremely lazy, especially the last four years, is that evaluation of talent. Take away the stars. The evaluation at the high school level mm-hmm. has been below average. Now, I will and say then, one of the coaches has been pretty high on the on the evaluation and, and the lack of stars, and that was Travis Fisher when he was when he's getting corners right he and safeties. Here, he said, I don't care about stars. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting the guys that I think fit the system. I mean – Malcolm Hartsog is, is a great good, example. Yeah. Well, so you'll, you'll remember um, Travis Fisher wasn't the main recruiter on Malcolm Hartsog. That is true. Mickey Joseph was. Mac, Mickey Joseph helped get um, Jaden Gould, who was the New Jersey, I believe, football player of the year, mm-hmm. as a three or, or low four star in New Jersey, which is a, a hotbed for Nebraska. Has been. Ramir Johnson came there. I think he won high school player of the year. It was like a Ma- yeah, vote. High, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a mm-hmm. vote, but whatever. Emmett Johnson did the same thing, yep. but Apple White helped him. So, like, here's the deal. If you look at some of the guys that are, are Ernest Hausman is one that, the, you know, Barrett Rude helped on that one. Um, Scott Frost was part of it as well, and that one's panning out decently well so far for Nebraska, it's, although, it, although it's early. He was getting recruited by some big... There were a couple small, like the normal Kansas State, Iowa State. Well, he had a Michigan offer. I don't know if it was committable. Well, they offered him. <laughs> it still counts. Nebraska offered Ashley Williams. That is true. Okay. So, anyway. He also accepted. He was him. he was a commit for a few days. He, he was. <laughs> um, but then you wonder why he was a decommit. Yeah. Um, and, and Great question. Yeah. So, we don't need to get into that. Nope. But No. So, I, I just think that, that's, that, was, that really kind of made me look up from my computer today because – that was almost like a uh, now now once again I might be reading too much into this. That's and, it. that's what we do. And here's the deal: uh, before the textures come at me saying I'm on the Mickey train, I, I, I'm not. Like I, I've been very neutral and open to a lot of candidates. So I don't know. Nick if, like, doesn't want Mickey to have the job. Thank you. So like <laughs> if I sit here and like today, I, that made me kind of look up for a moment because it was I don't want to say like a plea, but like a hey, a message, like, I get it. Like, I have been in this thing for however many weeks now, for two, 65 days, and I already understand, like, how much we have to do. And, and that kind of, once again, just kind of made me, made me open my eyes a little bit because it was like, he knows better than any other potential coach. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have that conversation, like, smooth transition, understanding of where the program's at, Mickey Joseph's above everybody else. Yeah. However, I would not say Mickey Joseph's the favorite. But that's that's a whole I mean you're you're branching off into a lot of conversations. Yeah. But that made me really kind of hmm. I didn't think about it that way to where Mickey understands it better than any other potential hire. Even even if Matt Rule, I don't I like it's great that he he's rebuilt programs, 
but Nebraska specific, nobody understands how bad of a spot it's in until obviously you're in the room. But now Mickey has 65 days of that underneath his belt. And you could even go before Scott Frost when Mickey got here, or excuse me, before Scott Frost was fired when Mickey got here, that was when he started realizing, holy bleep, this this is is how bad it is. This is not in a good spot. Yeah. Well, so I, I thought that really was interesting. It's specific to the Big Ten, too, and I maybe I overvalue this more than anybody else, but I think it's it's been a big deal, especially with Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you kind of, in, in most coaches, Mike Riley probably went through it. Everybody's kind of got to get through your trial run with the Big Ten mm-hmm. to realize what you need to do. And, and he was asked about that, about like yeah. the differences in the Big Ten and building a depth chart between the Big Ten and the SEC, and he's like, he was saying, look, you need to have more depth in the Big Ten because it's played in a phone booth. And, and he's like, that's, that's something that I'm still learning about this conference, something that I've learned since I got here about this conference is you need depth, a lot of depth at each position. So, I mean, again, as Nick said, he's got, he's got it, that on any potential he's got uh, hire. He's, he's, he's learning on the job yeah. how, to, how to coach and how, to, how, to, in, how his players need to play in this league. In the specific situation. Yes. In the specific – I mean – because we talk about it, I mean, obviously, Big Ten is is very similar throughout, uh, you know, from top to bottom. But let's say Mickey was the interim at Iowa, and then got the interim or that got the permanent job at Nebraska. Th- there's going to be a little thing. Di- there's going to be little things that are different. You'll know the conference, but you won't know the school. Bingo. And, and, and so it, it's it's very interesting. But we're getting to that awkward stage of Mickey. Have you talked to Trev about your your position on the list? Have you talked yeah. to that? And it's just very awkward. And like those are weird questions granted, granted, to ask you, you and have answer. To, granted, granted, you have to ask them. Like it's, yeah. it's part of the, the the people's that write articles. It's part of their job. I get it. And it puts Mickey and it puts honestly everybody in there in the room. SIDs, Husker Athletic Department workers, Mickey Media. It all puts everybody in kind of an uncomfortable situation. It's an awkward because you know there's a lot of people listening. And it's just, you know, it is what it is. The but, awkward pause before he answers the question. I mean, think questions. about it. We're, we're 65 days into this thing. 65 days without a permanent head but coach. But I know people are getting upset about that, too, and they just want to know now. But that was that was the idea that, when the, you yeah, fired we, Frost. We, yeah, we knew it was going to But <laughs> well, here's the thing. It was, you were wanted a jump start to have such a long yeah, process. Yeah, but it's like, holy smokes, now we're in this. It's like... Two weeks left of the season. We didn't realize how excruciatingly long. <laughs> All the other coaches were fired end of the season. Yeah. You know, you had an interim for a bowl game. Right. You, yeah. you didn't have an interim for, you know, three quarters of the season. When it gets even more interesting, because just I've said this for a while, too, and I think it's kind of getting close, is that I think mostly what Mickey was going to put up for a resume as the interim coach would almost have to be stamped by this week because you've got to, they've got to be moving they've got to get the next head coach mm-hmm. going what if they make the moves this week and then Mickey beats Wisconsin on Saturday because that significantly changes his resume um overall you're still under 500 but you mm-hmm. knock out a team that you're past however many coaches couldn't beat or even in Bo's case, which he did beat, ended up getting just drummed over him. You by beat the him end. once, and then you then you didn't beat him. Yeah, and it and I understand Wisconsin's down, so you got to evaluate where Wisconsin is. Mm. I mean, so it's just crazy to to be in Trev Albert's shoes to mm-hmm. to uh, you know, and, and everybody else that's it's kind of uh, trying to figure this thing out. And then I I just like how we uh, from the outside. Get to just kind of fantasy book it. We're just like, yeah, pick this guy or that guy or this guy, and you don't know the interest level. You don't know how attainable those guys are. And then so you come out 
you know, you wanted uh, you wanted <laughs> to go see. I don't know what a good example is, uh, but you wanted to get like the be- best of the best, and maybe maybe they re- maybe they reached out, maybe mm-hmm. there wasn't interest. So it's just it's fascinating to kind of see how all this plays out. And um, for Mickey <laughs> Joseph's, you know, if you're kind of reading in between the lines, I I felt like when he says he or is, is referring to somebody else now it kind of feels like yeah he he feels like he's not the leader in the in the clubhouse now at the same time he said from the beginning and, and I like to hold a man to his words he knew from the beginning that he was going to need to win that's mm-hmm. what he said what's going to make it a lot easier is if we win and, and there just obviously hasn't been enough of that but you wonder without an injury to Casey Thompson is there have, two more wins on there off a win or two and how much of a difference does it mean to beat win one of those games yeah I I just think it was really interesting once again, the quote, um, if, if anybody's just joining us, the quote is, whoever takes this job, they better be ready to work. I'm coming in every day to get the job done. I'm having fun. I'm good. Don't worry about Mickey. I'm prepared for whatever. So that's – and there was more to it, but that was just kind of the main points that he, he was making throughout that quote. It, it was just fascinating stuff. I, I just – these two weeks are going to be long. Um, the two weeks are going to be filled with rumors and thoughts and predictions um, I saw today that there are three more rumors out from the little Twitter, <laughs> Twitter sphere. Three new ones. I love them. Mark Stoops is alive. Urban Meyer's alive. Matt Rule's still alive. Yeah. All three of them. Yeah, Urban the, Meyer came back from the with, dead. Within the span of 15 minutes, they were tweeted out from three different accounts. And Will Compton tweeted out the Matt Rule thing. Does, yep. that, uh, does that add any, no. anything no. to it? No. no. Will, Will Compton... Com- Will Compton- I mean this in the nicest we, way possible. I like possible. Will Compton. I like Will Compton. I like Will Compton I mean this in the nicest way possible. Is the, is the, his, yeah. his tweets, I do not take any of them serious. I, I will also <laughs> say like this. Here's the deal. Will Compton might be the most notable Nebraska alum in the last 10 years. Mm. Who would you put above him? The last 10 years? So 2012? Yeah. 20, 2010. Let's go 2010. After Sue. Hmm. Levante, yeah, but but here's the deal: you have to remember on his little entry videos or in, you know the the introduction videos. Sometimes on, he doesn't say he Nebraska. Doesn't say Nebraska all the time. He doesn't say Nebraska. Sometimes he does. Well, it just depends on what you're talking about. I get what you're saying. The, in terms of national the recognition, understanding in the NFL, Levante is kind of the only one, yeah. and Will's got enough social media following that you know he'd be. I right mean, there. most most notable. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess. And think about how crazy that not is. Not for his playing career. Though. No. No, not not for his playing career, but Nebraska. Most most widely known. Yeah. Yeah. That also doesn't necessarily not not hide it. That's not the right word, but cover to a certain extent that he's from Nebraska. That, that he played in Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. He does. I mean he highlights. Crazy. That I mean, often. he he is he is Big Nebraska guy. Big Nebraska guy yeah. through and through. I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of interesting to think about it that way. Maybe I mean maybe Cam Taylor Britt will eventually get there, but I mean he's just a rookie, so yeah. we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's wild. But. I mean Sue was pretty high up there for the longest Sue time. Was, Sue was up there for the for the longest time, in Nebraska. But Sue's kind of career is so, sort of over. Yeah, is he has, he hasn't retired, but no, he, the he's season just, just he's not, not like he's going to sign this year. So he's tweeting out a lot of stuff about uh, the housing market and yeah, the he's economy. trying to help people financially yeah. more now these days. That's a big financial advice. It's good, but I would just like you know, I don't know. I'd like uh, I hope he officially retires and signs with 
I don't know who would he sign with. Somebody for a one <laughs> one day contract. I don't know who would it be. Lions. The Lions. You think so? Probably. I don't know how well that. He might went. just sign the, with the Rams again. The team that drafted him. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't mean that just because you get drafted by them doesn't mean I that understand. that's your, his that's best the best years place. were with the Lions. That is true. He also stomped. A he also lot didn't the win Lions. anything. <laughs> he also didn't win anything with the Lions. No, but they, but for Lions terms, they went to the playoffs. That's that pretty, is true. Yeah. That's winning that's, in that's Detroit. True. Shout out to Darn Megatron. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Detroit. Also, Megatron caught that. They should have won that first round game. But it's fine. We're not going to get into that. That's but, a long time ago. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Well, I'm thanks gonna, for joining us. I'm going to eat the lasagna. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. It's getting cold. There's some more, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get past you because there's some roster news I want to talk about. Roster news? Yeah. Uh, Jared Sinek. <laughs> Jared Sinek, baby. <laughs> Dude. Do you okay. want some stats? Do you want some stats? <laughs> now, now, he, you know, before you say this, he went off at Hastings. Yeah, he did for he two did. years. For two years, he he's went a red off shirt at Hastings. Freshman. Yeah. Now, here's what's he's also six foot nothing. Chubba Purdy's having his, his, his notes. Chubba Purdy's having surgery on his high ankle sprain in this a couple week. days. Yeah, in a couple weeks or a couple days, excuse me. But Casey Thompson expects to be back. Miles Farmer is also back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One game suspension. Weird. Whatever. I was not that weird. Pretty see, typical, see, I think. Uh, I that's kind of weird. I, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a little interesting. With, with three games remaining on your on your schedule. After you lost, well, not even going to talk about that. With three games remaining on your schedule, and you go out and do that, you know, put people's. He's not the first college kid to get a DUI. I, I know he's not, what? but he's also not just a regular college kid. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that, uh, either way, that Miles Farmer back. Me that, that's, that's, that's I know. That's I know. big. Big help for Nebraska's defense. Second in the team in total tackles with sixty six. So that's big for Nebraska's defense. Um, but it, the the order of quarterbacks: Casey Thompson. Logan Smothers or Jared Sinek. Ooh, or? Because Logan Smothers is not 100%. Well, it's like, yeah, it's two banged up guys and Jared Sinek. <laughs> so Jared Sinek <laughs> yes. might start. If Casey, start yeah, if Casey can't go, it's Logan, and Logan, Logan isn't 100%. So if yeah. Logan can't go, or if he does go and gets hurt, it's Jared Sinek. Which you remember, just to tell you how bad, how banged up the quarterback room is for Nebraska. Now, Heiner Carberg, he, we, were asked, we asked about Heiner Carberg today. and He just said he's not hurt. Yeah, that's all he said. He's just like, yeah, he's just there. He's a, he was a developmental guy, though. Oh, I mean, and, and has Nebraska been able to develop guys? Wow. And Nebraska hasn't been able to develop. Bingo! Guys, so wow. Like, so here's what's interesting. He also mentioned Richard Torres. Th- that's what I was gonna say, and and this is the last thing I say before I let you guys go. He said Richard Torres would be Cynic's backup, mm. and just to tell you guys how bad of a situation it is, Mickey was asked earlier in the year, like, "Hey, is Richard Torres an option?" And he shut that down so quick back then. He away, was like, he? he was like, no, no, no. Yeah. he's not even ready. He, no, no, no. And now, but now, now today, he's like, we were like, it's, it's, I can't remember who asked the question. It might have been Sean. Sean was like, so who's after? You know, if, if Casey can't go, what's the order? And he's like, and then Torres is, is you know third. He just kind of threw it in there, and we were like. Uh, and no, but like nobody asked good. anything, <laughs> and I'm upset with you guys. I'm upset with everybody in that room. About nobody, what? nobody asked about Torres. Like, wait, wait a minute, so, Torres. So time out. So time out. Rico. Well, they've, they've only got. Oh. I mean, somebody's got to be it. They have to put somebody there. I understand, but you have Heiner Carberg, who this is what his second year is a redshirt can freshman. We? Okay, also no, uh, no, Richard I Torres went is off. Coming. I almost, no, you no, can go no, off. No, we're not doing you it. Go, no, you can go no, off in our no, show. You can go off in our show because I feel the same. I know. I'm gonna feel the same in an hour. I know exactly. You don't know. Go off. Go off. No, no, no I'm not going to. Say you don't know. You don't know what's in my mind. <laughs> no, I do because we think about this. We we think the same <laughs> on this one. You have no idea. Go ahead. We got time. I got time today. I I would. I don't think Heinrich Car. I think Heinrich Carberg is going to leave Nebraska without playing a snap. Oh, there you okay. go. There's Thank a you. Prediction. 
And I don't think it's going to be even close. Hasn't there been other Thank predictions you. that he's going to move to tight end? Or <laughs> but he throws the ball really well. He's got a good arm. Throws the ball really far. Far. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not well. He throws it far. Well, at the end yeah, of the day, it, that, that happens for a lot of scholarships. Be nice. So. Rico, what are your thoughts on that? That's irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> Rico, what are your <laughs> Anybody thoughts Anybody checked uh, Cole Payton's stats yet? Uh, I don't know if he got a start, but so, he's played a decent amount at so North Dakota once, State. So once again, evaluation. Yeah. Evaluation. But uh, stars. before, you, before, hey, no problem. Before we head yeah, to a you. break, I want to give you some Jarrett Sinek stats right, from I'll his two years from his two years at, at Hastings. He threw for five thousand four hundred twenty-seven yards, fifty-eight percent completion, with sixty-two touchdowns, thirteen interceptions, and ran for eight hundred eighty-seven yards. That's four point six yards per carry, and nineteen touchdowns in his two years as the starting quarterback at Hastings. And what level does Hastings play? They are B, I believe. B? Hmm. Racked up 3,486 total yards and 44 touchdowns in just his senior year. I'm just saying, the kid can get it done. <laughs> Maybe he's a gamer. The kid can get it done. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, but again, as I said before, he's like six foot nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the other thing is, too, and, and again, whether Casey Thompson can play certainly gives you a lot more hope in the offense, but... This is not the week to be rushing in a banged-up quarterback. Nick Herbig has 11 sacks. That's the Big Ten's best pass rusher. Yeah, it's not a great situation to not have a quarterback. No, it is not. But, hey, you've got two athletic guys. One is kind of injured, and the other one is a redshirt freshman walk-on from Hastings. <laughs> Shout-out to Mississippi Mud Dog. This couldn't go wrong. There's no way this will go wrong. Nope. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll get more from the Mickey Joseph Press Conference. Just overall thoughts on Husker football. Coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler on a Tuesday. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket.